This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com, where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can find your collection. Nope, you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos, all the tools you need to feed your beard. Not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? From your own face, typically. Now, you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well, but if you are a person who has great facial hair, Detroit Beer Collective is the one to help you out. I'll tell you what, I may not be able to grow facial hair, but I sure as hell can appreciate it. That's right. And you know what I can do? What? Spend money. That's right. You go on DetroitBeerCollective.com. If you spend $25 or more, you can use the offer code MCGAMING and get 20% off your order. That's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Uh, well, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. That's, That's okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Legend of Retro Podcast. This is Xander. And Craig WK. That is correct. No chops. Good riddance. Just kidding. <laughs> he's not going to listen to this anyway. No, he won't. He really... Well, he might. Who knows? He said he started listening to GameZilla uh, right after he, he parted ways there, so maybe he will. I hope so. Maybe. God, I miss Chops. I know. Where did he go? Is it because he hates me? No, he said he liked you more than me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, so today, we are talking about... Cave Story. Cave Story, yep. It's a, uh, a video game. Uh, originally came out on the PC. And well, hang on. It's a video game? It's a video game. Okay. <laughs> I know this is revolutionary <laughs> for the show, but hear me out. Okay. Don't don't disc- don't press the stop button just yet, everybody. Give us a listen. This is going to be an unorthodox episode, but hear us out. Okay. So cave. here's an interesting thing about Cave Story is it just came out on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, maybe a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah, just a few weeks ago. And I thought that it originally came out in 2010. So I was thinking, this might be a little bit too early for uh, for Legend of Retro. But we did Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. you know, but that was more of an April Fool's Day kind of thing. Um, and then I kind of checked a little bit deeper. This game came out in 2004? Yeah, on the PC, 2004. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's actually surprisingly old, which... I guess when you look at it, it makes sense that it's old, but it was made with retro feel right. anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it it's from 2004, and then it was ported to, I think, uh, PSP, and then eventually to the Wii, which is the WiiWare, which is probably why you're thinking 2010. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Release date, December 20th, 2004. Uh, then it was released on the Wii March 22nd of 2010, which is where I thought. Yeah. November 29th, 2010 for DSi. October 4th, 2012 for 3DS. Uh, Cave Story 3D was November 8th, 2011. I don't actually see a PSP release date on here. Oh, oh no, no, it is. It, it just doesn't show the release date of oh, when. weird. But, yeah, so it was on PSP, OSX, DSi, all basically all the Nintendo systems since the Wii. Yeah, it's been on a ton of systems. Mm-hmm. I, uh... For those who aren't familiar with Cave Story, it's a like a uh, action adventure platforming shooter game. Uh, kind of, it's slightly reminiscent of uh, Metroidvania. Yeah, yeah, very, very in the vein of like a Metroidvania, very Mega Man-y. It's yeah. you know, you're a lot of backtrack. Well, sort of a lot of backtracking. As I've played through recently on the Switch, I've realized the game is a lot shorter than I remember. It's surprisingly short, and I I can only imagine the reason I thought it was really long the first time I played is because I had to play through it a few times yeah. in order to get to like the good ending and stuff. And the other thing, too, is I probably died a lot more back then than when, yeah. I, when I played through on my most recent attempt. I, I did okay on the most recent attempt. When did you, when did you first uh, find Cave Story? You know, that's a good question. Uh, to be honest, I think I downloaded it on a whim. 
Yep. I, I think I was. it just popped up on the WiiWare, and I was just like, Cave Story looks retro. And at that time, uh, I think it was Pepsi was running a promotion for Rock Band. Yeah. And I worked at a grocery store at the time. Ah, uh, yes. So basically what would happen is, is all these people would turn in their bottles. Yeah. And we would force the baggers to collect all of the caps for us. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it's a little. This was uh, the summer of 2009, if I remember correctly. Um, Pepsi joined up with EA and uh, Harmonics to do a big rock band promotion where yep. every cap that was, that, or every time you bought a, a Pepsi product, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, what have you, uh, so long as it was marked with rock band, you would get a code and you could redeem those codes for songs on, on uh, rock band, uh-huh. um, which had downloadable content for the Xbox 360, the Wii. And the PlayStation 3. But now, here's the thing. <laughs> if you played on the Xbox 360 or the PS3, you went online, you, you selected a song out of a certain uh, certain choice uh, of the tracks, and it would give you a code for that specific song. If you played on the Wii, however, you just straight up got currency. Oh, yeah. It was great. I got so many video games I would have never, ever played if I didn't basically steal all those points from the baggers. Yeah. And and me and our buddy Sean, uh, yeah, I got a we full set, a full set of rock band songs from that contest, <laughs> or not contest. Well, I mean, you can say contest because you could also instead of going for tracks, you could enter in for daily or weekly drawings for um, rock band sets. Uh, rock band Beatles was coming out later that year, so like our our friend Cody, who is Sean's brother, won three full sets of the Beatles rock band. <laughs> It's crazy. We like, ruthless system yeah. so hard. I honestly like a part of me feels bad because I know that Do you he, still have currency left over from that. Or? Oh, I used it all. Oh, okay, I, I absolutely That'd be hilarious if like almost ten years later you're still rolling on that <laughs> currency. <laughs> Listen, invest wisely and you'll be made for life. Yep. But I uh, but yeah, so I, I got Cave Story on a whim and mm-hmm. I loved it. It was it was great. I I really enjoy the game. I can't recommend there we go but i uh xander when was the first time you had played it uh i remember coming over to your place for for D &D, um and for those of you who who don't know craig and i've been playing D D together for almost 15 years now uh since 2003 is when we started the thursday game and i think you joined at about that time Yeah. yeah so it's been been almost 15 years um so every thursday it used to be earlier in the day. Now it's much later in the day. Uh, just hang out and play games all day. So, yeah. Uh, I got over there, and you're like, hey, you should check out this level. And it was the hell level. <laughs> like the final. Why did I do that to you? Because you know the type of gamer I am. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's true. You're like, check out how hard this is. And I was like, I can do. I can't do it. I got to do this. <laughs> yeah. For- and that, that drove me to, like, I kept playing it at your house that night trying to see how far I could get. And then as soon as I saw that it was available for the DSI, I was like, I need this. Yeah, it's 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 so good, but it's really challenging. Like the early level, yeah. you know, early levels are simple. You know, they they start you off kind of kind of light. Uh, there are some parts that are challenging, especially the 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 I guess the the more you don't know about the game, the easier it is. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, there there are levels that change later. If you've like if you've done more things, see like you know more secret things, unlocked more things, mm-hmm. avoided you know taking the easy route, so to speak. And I won't drop a lot of spoilers. For oh, those we're gonna drop. Want. We're gonna spoil the crap out of this. All right, never mind. So spoilers <laughs> abound, but we'll go into that in a minute. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, so basically, if you if you skip out on taking the easy route and you try to go for the good ending, basically. Mm-hmm. Levels become harder later. Like yes. the the last dungeon. When I was playing it at, uh, have you finished that last dungeon yet? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if you if you eventually did or not. Well, you're not talking about hell. You're talking about the last no, no, dungeon, I'm, right? I'm talking about like to finish the game to fight Balos and get the good ending. I can get to Balos. I can get to the best run I've ever had was his final form. Mm-hmm. But for the life of me, I I've. I can't do it. And I think a part of the problem is, is I just get really frustrated because you have to go all the way through hell. Yes, you do. All the way over again. And and I, I've gotten pretty good at that, but it's just it's just the drag of, you know, sitting there and fighting the final boss over and over and yeah. over again. And I, I hate that I can't do it. And I'll probably force myself to do it at some point. Yeah. Oh man. Makes me mad. Um, so for those of you who are playing Cave Story for the first time, which I know we've got a, a few guys in the Discord who are who picked it up uh, on a whim, uh, Grimlock I know is is playing through for this for his first time. Oh nice. Uh, Test has been playing through for the first time. 
a lot of people are, are experiencing this for the first time and it's a good thing because this game is so good yeah. um you get the very first gun you get you steal from the gun hermit while he sleeps <laughs> yep polar star yep the polar star if you don't give that gun away you get a much better version of that gun which is uh instrumental in getting through hell right in fact i don't even can you even get through hell without uh, it like i think you have to get that gun in order to I don't know for certain. Get the hell because I, I always think. just go for that gun. Right, it's because you it's get a my chance favorite. when. So your your main character is a robot uh, from the surface who doesn't remember his own name. Right. Uh, his name is quote you find out later, um, and you're just kind of you wake up in this cave and you go like you just kind of go where it follows and then you run on on this uh, this clan or not clan this uh, race of people called Mimiga. Yep, little anthropomorphic rabbit people. Yep, um, who are being tormented by the doctor. They're they adorable. They don't really give a name. Yeah, they're all adorable except for King, who just like. Well, he's BA. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> he's got your your. He's the he's the sword wielding. I've got a an X scar across my face. Like he's got an attitude, and he deserves that attitude because he's awesome. Yeah, he's he's the warrior of the group. But these uh, Mimiga keep getting kidnapped by the doctor and forced to eat red flowers, which like taps into something internal i guess or they don't go primal too, yeah they don't go too deep anyway, it into turns it them into giant rabbit monster <laughs> yes basically um and they're used as weapons and you are trying then certain people like human scientists that were like researching the island some of them got turned into mimiga yeah like they don't sue, really explain that uh ito <laughs> yeah sue and ito uh, uh ito you find later but sue's pretty early in the yeah, game sue is like one of the first people you find mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's weird because the they get turned into that you know they don't really say why yeah, or they how. don't say why or how but you know what the doctor's also crazy powerful yeah. i guess it's just you know well uh, the one of his henchmen misery the yeah. witch can turn people into frog monsters yeah that's so true. you know i mean i guess she could do whatever she wants basically yep um let's see if this says army of killer robots and floating in the previous expedition seeking to harness the demon crown as a weapon for the wars in the surface world these soldiers from the surface slaughtered mimigas indiscriminately uh in their search for the crown shortly before the game begins professor booster the the sakamoto family the doctor quote unquote and various assistants formed a scientific party to research the island but they became stranded um the player character awakens in a cave with no memory of how he came to be here or be there. He finds a village of Mimigas, or is that is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yeah, I think Mimiga. I've, I think so. Uh, who are being persecuted by the doctor. The doctor's servants, Misery and Balrog, look for Sue Sakamoto, a girl who has been transformed into a Mimiga. Not finding her, they mistakenly abduct another Mimiga named Toriko instead. Uh, the player finds Sue in the egg corridor, and she discovers the eggs of the Sky Dragon, which is, would be which allows them to escape if they're hatched. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't say why. Um, why or how they get turned into them? <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think it really matters. the The plot is interesting enough, you know. It's, it's not, you know, too deep, but it's not, you know, they didn't win a, yeah. you know, they didn't win a Pulitzer Prize for right. this. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's immensely fun. The game, mm-hmm. and if so long as you can get behind the kind of goofy, you know, simple plot, yeah. It's it yeah absolutely worth playing. But yeah, so every the cool thing about this game is every weapon you get has the ability to level up, and it's not like a, a for sure like oh I've got this thing maxed out to the level. If you get hit, you lose experience in that gun, and it can revert all the way back down to level one. Oh, absolutely! It's incredibly frustrating to play through and like be almost at the boss, mm-hmm. get nicked by an enemy, and then your favorite weapon is now like yep. lost the level, and you have to go backtrack, kill more enemies, yeah, you know, do whatever you can. Or, or even in the midst of a boss, if you get hit in like the first few seconds, yeah. Honestly, normally I just restart. I just like <laughs> I quit. I start the battle over. I'm like, you know what? I'm better than this, and I <laughs> and I start over again because why cripple yourself through most of the fight? Right. You know. And there are some weapons that um, are stronger the weaker they are. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, like the sword, the sword, uh, which yep. you know. I don't want to give too many spoilers, so I won't tell you how you get the sword. But regardless, you get a cool sword. Yep. And uh, <laughs> those of you who are paying attention might figure it out. But right. <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, you know, when when you at level one, the sword does pretty good damage and it throws a lot further. You yep. know, level two, it's it deals a little bit more damage, but doesn't go as far. Yeah, it's the the range is crippled. The th- level three. Um, the, the sword shoots out with something else, mm-hmm. uh, hits the enemy, deals a minimal amount of damage, 
but also like does an area of effect kind of blast and starts yeah. hitting things around it. So if you're if you're dealing with a whole bunch of things flying in one area, it's helpful because it starts to kill those, but it does minimal damage. Yeah. And you can't throw as many of them. Right. It's the uh, the the cap on how many you can shoot out on yeah. the final form is way less than like the first or second form. Right. Um, did you ever find the Nemesis? You know, Nemesis I had on one playthrough I did. I never quite knew a few it was ago. a thing. Until it, I just until I just got it uh, the other day when I was playing on the Switch. Oh, okay, so if you just got it, refresh my memory. How does the Nemesis work? <laughs> so the Nemesis, you have to find uh, the little family. Uh, it's uh, oh, I remember that. What, you go through the egg corridor and you find uh, you find uh, what's uh, what's the name Suzuki? It was one of the uh, oh, man. I can't. It's the very first character you see in the game. Oh, like the, it starts up and the he's, professor or the professor's son or yeah, whatever. The professor's son or assistant or whatever. Um, he uh, he's standing there. He's got a dragon. You can get on that dragon. You can peace out and yeah, get the yeah. bad ending. A Kazuma, um, I think. Kazuma, his name yes, is. thank yeah. you. Uh, or Kazuma, because anyway. Uh, so right underneath him, there's a ledge you can go to, and you walk in, and it looks like an empty room. But if you look closely, there are these little tiny like pixel characters walking across the floor. Oh. And one of them's like, "Where's my husband?" And the other one's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> And so, so you're like, it, that's that's literally all it does. They don't ask you to go do anything. They're just, where's my husband? So that gives you the heads up that somewhere in this giant map that you've been playing, there's a pixel character that you stepped on at some point. <laughs> so you have to go back and you find him. Um, he's in the cemetery, which is in the Mimika village. Oh, okay. And he's wandering. He's very small because there's like tiny blades of grass that are up and you can easily miss it if you're not looking for him. Yeah, I, I There's also a that. ton of tiny mushroom enemies that are running around through there. Yeah. And a, a frog, an angry-looking frog with a knife. Yeah, you he's can't, scary. <laughs> you can't kill unless you get behind him. He's if you, really scary. He's really weird. He just like walks really slow and menacingly and raises his knife and slash and deals like a crap ton of damage. You can um, find him really early in the game, yeah, too. Yeah, no, he's available right away, but you don't have to kill him to find him. Like, but but it, right. it's certainly a hindrance. <laughs> but this very tiny guy is like, my wife's been looking for me? I guess I'll head home right away. You'll carry me, right? And then all of a sudden, a little item pops up and says, you found Mr. Little, and he's laying in this, like, seductive pose, like, on his side, like, <laughs> you know, the classic, paint me like one of your French girl memes. He's, like, laying like that. <laughs> and so you bring him back, and then you get uh, you get the nemesis gun. Okay, and how um, is it? It replaces your sword. Oh, it replaces the sword. Yep. Um, and at level one, it shoots out, like, almost looks like thunderclouds, like thunder lightning blasts. Um, and that's the... that's the damage it does is, is pretty strong. You level it up, it does a little bit less damage, and then when you level it to level 3, and here's the tricky thing about this gun, is if you get one experience point, you're up to level 2. If you get two experience <laughs> points, you're up to level 3. <laughs> That's so rotten. Yeah. Um, so if you have it out and you accidentally collect, you have to, you have to get hit, which is just the worst. Um, but at level 3, mm -hmm. it shoots out a rubber duck <laughs> that goes about 2 inches in front of you and then pops out. It doesn't, I think it does 1 damage, if that. I I I, I feel like now is a good time to chat about the creator of the game, who's obviously a giant jerk. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> the game was made by Daisuke Pixel Amaya in his free time mm -hmm. over the course of five years. Yeah. So this dude just just on a whim, just like I'm gonna make one of the world's most beloved games in my free time, just for fun, just on the side. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned I. Uh, that you get thrown into the game and you, that's just it. There's he really apparently hates tutorial levels. Good. So <laughs> so right at the start, it's just well, if you look to the right, there's enemies. You can't go any further. Yeah, you, you look to the right. There's there's walls that you can't that you can tell are they're different, mm -hmm. but you can't get through them. Yeah. So you go left, and that's as simple as it is. And then you head through the cave, and you find your first gun, the, the Polar Star. But I uh, uh, I thought that was uh, really interesting. Yeah, and it he, also forces you to. Fight the enemies and realize, oh, these guys drop things. Oh, and this makes my gun stronger. Yep. Uh huh. Exactly. And uh, the other thing to note too is he did all the music for the game too. Yep. He did all the 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 game itself yep. and he the music. Programmed, illustrated, designed, wrote, and composed Cave Story by himself over yeah. the course of five years. And the music's amazing. It's it. It's good for for, 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 for dude, being one dude. For it's one impressive. dude and making the rest of the game, it's great. I I think it has a really really great retro charm to yeah. it. It's simple. It's not you know. It's not you know. You're not gonna cry tears of joy when you hear the music. Oh, yeah. But it's but it's great. It's it's really good. I I really partial to the 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 last battle music. Mm -hmm. 
before you go to hell, but the the last battle music. I think that's maybe my favorite. Yep. But I, uh, yeah, with uh, with Cave Story, uh, what would you say, Xander, is your favorite gun? Um, or well, maybe not necessarily gun weapon, I guess, in case you like the sword. Um, it's a toss up. I mean, the the Polar Star is just. I mean, it's fantastic, yeah. and then especially when you get the the enhanced version of it. Uh, is even better because you can charge it and deal more damage. Um, but outside of that, I really like the flame. Flame is a cool weapon. The flame is like insanely powerful if you know how to use it right. Yeah, it's. I mean, like it, you're. It literally can melt a boss. <laughs> oh yeah, it really wrecks boss. It wrecks bosses. Uh, especially but it's dangerous because you can only shoot, like even at its, at its highest uh, highest power, it shoots out four flaming balls at a time mm-hmm. so if you're standing close you're just like spamming it and you're just like i said melting the boss uh-huh. but if it moves at you you're you're boned <laughs> oh yeah and the other thing too is aerial enemies you, oh yeah you shoot it in the air yeah, it, 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 gravity affects it so it just lumps yeah. to the ground and then bounces around yeah how about you I, I aside from the polar star you know being able to charge a weapon its final form yeah. is so gratifying i love it but I think, and, and it's depressing because I very rarely get a chance to use it, is the machine gun. Curly oh, yeah. Brace's machine gun is a lot of fun because it's sort of, at the third level, is sort of the jetpack before you get the jetpack. Yeah. It's been so long since I've played with that. With that. So um, in the game, so as you go through the levels, you eventually come across a little house full of Mamiga, mm-hmm. and there's another robot named Curly Brace. And she's like, oh, hey, it's good to see you. There's another robot. Uh, you're here to to get the Amiga, right? Too bad you're not allowed to. And she if she just pulls out <laughs> her gun and, and attacks you, and these little tiny little Amiga that take one hit and they pass out for a second start jumping at you too. <laughs> it's um, so adorably sad. And you have to you have to defeat her, and then she's like, and she says, "You're not here to destroy them, are you?" And you go, "No." And she's like, oh, well, in that case, everything's all cool. She stands up, the Mamiga all get up, and they go back to doing what they're doing. And she offers to trade you your Polar Star for her machine gun, Mm -hmm. Um, which if you say no, then you get to keep the Polar Star and later get it enhanced. But there's another dude later who's like, oh, hey, you've got the Polar Star and the Flame. Let me combine those two for you, which to me is like, oh, that's brilliant. Why wouldn't I? Uh Uh, Because you get a better Polar Star is the reason why you don't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's kind of an interesting weapon, the the snake or whatever it's called the snake is what the the polar star and the, the fire yeah or the yeah. flame uh, turn into um yeah there's a lot of times where like doing what would normally come naturally to you in other video games bones you over yeah it really does it's it's and i think that uh daisuke amaya really did a good job of hiding all of his secrets because why wouldn't you take the machine gun your your weapon currently right? only goes so far and it only shoots so fast and it doesn't so, do like phenomenal damage it's not that great at, at the start you know it's it's okay but it's not amazing but as soon as curly's like hey do you want my machine gun it's like yeah yeah every other game gun. in the world is like i can have a machine gun <laughs> and then you're also like i kind of also want your panties and then you Yo. go through her <laughs> panty drawer that's actually a thing by the way okay like really, I don't remember that. No, you could actually go into the the back room or whatever uh-huh. of her place, and it hidden in one of the hidden walls oh, is her panties. That's it. You just that's all it is. Is it an item that you get? Yep, it's an item you get. It's nice. Cur- it's yep. Curly's panties, and then it, I think it says they do nothing. Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and then later on, like Curly, jo- you find Curly in a labyrinth, um, and she helps you find this boss uh, or find this core area. And the tricky thing is, oh, so I guess before, right before this core area, you walk into a room and you see uh, one of the doctors who's been helping you out, his name is Booster, drop. Mm-hmm. And you can save him. Like you would normally. Yep. Or you can skip him completely. <laughs> Just ignore him. If you save him, you get a jetpack. The Booster point, uh, 0.8. Yep, 0.8. Um, and you can then, now your jumps get a little bit of a rocket boost and it helps you get to areas you couldn't get before. Why wouldn't you get this? Right. Because you get a better one if you don't. <laughs> yeah, If you straight him. up ignore him completely, don't even go down and talk to him, because as soon as you talk to him, you get it. Like, you have no choice. He was going to be fine anyway. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is if you go down and talk to him, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> but if you just ignore him completely, uh, and it's a bit of a tricky jump, but there's a there's a little red dot on the ground. It's like the lens from his glasses, I, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. I um, didn't even think of that. Uh, that. That's always what I thought. Or maybe it's just literally a red spot on the ground to help you time your jump so you can get through. So if you don't get that booster, then you go through and then you find Curly. And then Curly goes up and finds this robot. And you're like, well, I should go talk to her. 
wrong. You should go down and explore this level <laughs> because then you find a tow rope. Um, and you just pick it up. You're like, what the hell am I going to do with this tow rope? And then you fight this boss, and then the boss floods the level. And then you have no choice but to die from losing oxygen because for some reason you need oxygen as a robot. I'm not sure why, but you... I think it floods your system is the Maybe, problem. Yeah. yeah. But Curly has this little bubble that allows her to, to be underwater infinitely. But you pass out, and then it says, like, oh, you woke up. And you wake up, and Curly's on the ground, and you have her bubble. How... I don't know about you, Xander, but I felt like that was a really kind of almost emotional moment. The yeah. fact that Curly was willing to sacrifice herself so that you can live. Yeah. Um, but... But... You talk to her, and if you have the tow rope, which you can only get if you didn't talk to the boss ahead of time, and if you skipped over getting the booster, uh, you can pick her up and take her with you. And then you're going to kind of keep going through this level. There's more water areas, and there's one, there's one door that has kind of a weird, tricky jump. And if you can make this weird, tricky jump, yep. you take her in, and then you sleep in the same bed, and you wake up, and she's like still on the bed, and you're like, you can leave and just leave her there. Or you can talk to her, and it'll be like, she's unresponsive. She seems to be flooded. And that's it. But there's a computer in this room. <laughs> yep. And the computer says, hey, I found some really information, in the, some really good information in this book. And that's it. And then you can leave. Or, or... <laughs> you can look at the bookshelf. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that they make you jump through so many hoops. Yep. But it's so worth it. So then you get to the bookshelf, and it teaches you how to drain water from a robot. Mm -hmm. And you go back and you talk to Curly, uh, who's passed out and unresponsive, and then you drain her. And then you check her again, and she's like, she's just laying here. Then you can leave. Or, or you can keep talking to her until a different prompt comes up where you attach her back to your back and you continue through the level and you fight a boss and then she like drifts away from you. And then you don't see her for a while. And then eventually you find her again and you talk to her and she's lost her memory. And you can leave her there. Or, or you can talk to the creepy Cthulhu guy. <laughs> and he tells you there's a mushroom that, uh, that supposedly helps you regain your memory. So you think back like where have I seen mushrooms? Oh at the cemetery. Yep. And there's this one uh, this one mushroom that any other time you've talked to this mushroom is just like, you got business with me? And you say yes or no, it goes, you ain't got no business with me. And then you have to leave. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> this time you talk to it and it's like, oh yeah, no, here's this mushroom badge. This, this will help you out. Check and, the item and it says it does nothing. Yeah. But if you don't check the item, you're like, oh cool, I'm here. And I think if you, if you leave the room at that point, you're screwed. <laughs> Um, you might be just because I'm pretty sure you are. Pixel is a monster because you have to look at the item in it while it's in your inventory, and then uh, talk to it again. And it's like, oh no, you found out that it did nothing. <laughs> You're not going to eat me, are you? And like, so then you have to fight that thing, and it like knocks down a bunch of other. He says it's the only one left, but then he still somehow summons more and more of these things. Yeah, that didn't really make sense, but whatever. So then you defeat that, and then you get the mushroom, and then you take it back to Curly, and then she then she remembers everything, tells you your name is quote. Um, and all that, and then at that point, you can finally leave her, for real. Yeah, <laughs> there, you, you. There get, is no ore at this point. Yeah, no, there's no ore at that point. You get an item called, I think it's called uh, the Iron Bond. Yeah, and it's and it it's what's kind of cute is the when you read the description of the item, it says the this is like the proof of your bond with Curly Brace, the only person you trust. Yeah. Um. So there's this giant ant on the wall, and Craig's had a uh, a thing with a hornet all week. So we're not sure if this is a spy or not. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, so at this point, you know, as you go through, you'll eventually have run across Booster and got the Booster 2.0, which allows you to fly in four different directions yep. for a much longer time. Um, and then you go through and you fight the boss, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, then you get, to, that's how you get the good ending. You You go into this, like, as you're about to leave... Normally, you just go to this helicopter, you get off the island, and you have the, the decent ending, the yeah. middle ending, if yeah. you will. It's okay. Um, or you can go into this random shack, heal up, and save beforehand, and then the door is locked behind you, and the floor underneath you blows out, and you can go down there. And then as you start to traverse down, it starts to give you a little more of the background and the history of, of the mm -hmm. character Jenka, who you met earlier. You had to save all five of her dogs, whose brother is Balos, and just you find out how Balos was the original one to find the demon crown. And all this other crazy stuff. And it gets heavier and deeper the farther you go. Mm -hmm. But it's insanely difficult because there's these little cherubs who are flying after you and shooting arrows. And it's just, it's really, really hard. The coolest thing by far is that uh, a little bit into hell, you find Curly. Yes. She's passed out. If you did everything correct. Well, it, you don't really have a choice at this point. Yeah, you've <laughs> done everything correctly at this point. I was, uh, so my most recent playthrough, 
I restarted this game like six times because I always forgot, like, oh, I got to do this step. Oh, I had to do this. And, like, I would miss something small. <laughs> and when I finally did everything mm-hmm. right, I was like, okay, good. I'm all here. And I remember playing back in the day that Curly is with you when you go through hell, but not at the beginning. So I'm playing in the beginning. I'm like, where's Curly? Did I miss this? <laughs> I saved. Come on. Like, and then you will go a little bit farther than you find her on the ground. Oh, but man. I was so pissed that I thought I had missed something again and I was going to have to restart this game for the 16th time. <laughs> so the coolest thing though is you you strap Curly to your back again. Yep. She's like passed out. And the, for the first section she's still passed out yeah. but she's on your back. As soon as you get to the next section after that. She's awake and she has the nemesis. And it's awesome. Yep. You shoot forward she shoots back. She's got your back shooting behind you and it's so cool. Yep. Can I uh, can I can I make a confession here no never Cave mind story plus <laughs> <laughs> so and and for the record i just want to throw this out there first off you make sure that your google safe search is on all right okay you make sure that's on you don't want that off all right okay you keep that on <laughs> safe search is on searching for quote and curly fan art is utterly adorable it is so dang cute. Just like the fans love it, apparently. They love the fact that you have a robot girlfriend and all the art is so cute. Yeah. But you make sure that safe search is make on. Make sure. <laughs> you make sure it's on, all right? You don't turn that off. Because there's a whole other group of fans that make an all sort of different kind of art. Safe search on. Safe search on. Uh, so Cave Story Plus just came out for the Switch, um, and Cave Story Plus uh, features an alternative uh, alternative script that differs from the original English translation. Uh, the version contains all the additional modes from the WiiWare version, the remastered soundtrack, as well as the option to toggle the fresh style of graphics uh, between the classic style and that of the WiiWare version, and the music of the original game, the WiiWare port, and 3DS update. Uh, it also exclu- it features an exclusive Wind Fortress level. I don't remember if I found that. Uh, I don't think I found uh, that. Recently, the game got an update that added the exclusive Machine Gun Challenge. Uh, the game was included as a bonus in the Humble Bundle or Humble Indie Bundle 4 uh, in 2011, and so on and so forth. Uh, I have the, the Plus Edition. I got it from GameStop where you got a keychain. I got Curly. Or not Curly. I got Quote. I really wanted Balrog. Well, you're you're going to trade for uh, with somebody if, for that, if right? If Sean ever remembers, <laughs> well, that will force him to remember. Yeah, uh, but what's cool about that is it also, if, regardless of where you get it from, uh, if you get it early, because I'm assuming uh, Nicalis is going to do the same thing they did with the Binding of Isaac. Um, with the Binding of Isaac, if you got it when it first came out, you got a game uh, with this different cover, and then uh, on the inside you got a thick like Game Boy style instruction manual. Um, and right now, if you pick up Cave Story, you can get the the thick Game Boy style manual, a mini like a GameCube disc, like mini disc soundtrack, mm-hmm. and then if you pick it up from GameStop, you get a keychain. Um, so if you like cool special collector's editions of games that were normally digital only, yeah, now is the time to grab that. Oh, absolutely! It'll it'll be gone probably pretty quick. I would yeah. imagine. I know Binding of Isaac now that it comes out, it has a different cover and it doesn't have any of the extra stuff on the inside. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're that's probably what they're doing after the first edition. They're you know just yeah. gutting all the cool stuff from it. Uh, but you can also get the game digitally if you just want to do that. I think it's the same price. It is, and I I think that that's kind of a problem sort of with the game is critics all agree that Cave Story is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal. It's an awesome game. But almost every version that comes out of it is always overpriced. Cuz the game originally was free yeah. on the PC. It was and I just, think you can still get it for free on the PC. You probably can. I'm sure there's some way to get it for free. On I PC. don't doubt it. But and, and don't be wrong, I, it's worth the money in my opinion, but it's it's a hard sell to somebody who's who's got a Switch, mm-hmm. has never played Cave Story, and you're like, hey, yeah. play this short retro game for yeah. $30? Was like it I said, 30 I, or 40 Uh 30 30 Yeah, $29.99. Yeah. Uh, if you have Gamers Club through Best Buy, it takes it down to like 23 That's not too bad. Yeah. It's, it's still, it's still, it's still it, in my opinion, money. if you've never played it, worth every penny. And even if you have played it, it's worth it. I, I agree. I do think it's worth it, but it's, it's. I think it's a hard sell for somebody who's not ever played it. You know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I've, I've, I've restarted the game probably close to six or seven times, and I was able to get it all done usually within a couple hours. Like yeah, it's it, a quick play, especially if you know what you're doing. It's very quick. If you're exploring and doing all these different things, it may take you a little longer. But if you know what you're doing, where you're going. It, it's a lot easier, and you can run through the game probably in most two hours. 
Yeah, I would say so. Probably somewhere around there. Uh, and the, I remember it being so much longer when I the first time I played right? through. But I think it's the same thing. Like when I go to see a movie, if I go to see the movie for the first time, I'm like, oh, this this is going on forever, and this is great. And I go back this next time, and I'm like, I feel like it's already halfway over by the time the credits start. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's opening credits. That is the the one cool thing though about the Switch version, and it might be in some of the other versions of the game as well. But the have you played around with any of the challenges and stuff? Not yet. They're kind of fun. Uh, the like machine gun challenge is a race. Oh, okay. You have to get through it as quick as can be, and there's like a leaderboard and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was neat. And then the the other version I have unlocked, there's quite a few other challenges that I don't have unlocked. Is uh, what is it? It's like a it's called like sand pit or something like that. Okay. And it's basically like a a bonus dungeon, but you only have the flame weapon. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing around with. So if, for our listeners out there, if, if you get the Switch version, you know, have fun with those extra challenges and stuff. Do you remember what the, the 290 counter does? Yes. There's an I item, so there's an item. It. There's an item on the way up this wall to like the final area of the game called the 290 counter. And it becomes active when you uh, go into hell. Yeah, it uh, times oh. you in your run in hell, right? Speaking of the game getting harder as you go, quote unquote. Uh, Is that so, a pun? <laughs> I guess. Um, last week, uh-huh. uh, Craig and I were playing Cave Story together. Taking, in, We were playing Advance Wars. Shout out to last episode. Uh, which is a fun update for you guys who uh, who aren't in the um, the Discord. Uh, that copy of Advance Wars Dual Strike that I ordered uh, while we recorded the last episode, I got. Uh, unfortunately, the envelope had been ripped open and the game wasn't inside. Yeah, that was bumpkiss. Uh, good for me is that I grew impatient waiting for it to come in the mail and found a, a local GameStop that had Days of Ruin and played that. And it's it's pretty good. But it's it's still not as, to me, it's not as good as the old one just because I love the characters and all yeah. that. Neither here nor there. We were playing Advance Wars Duel uh, <laughs> uh, Days of Ruin and in between turns, like one of us would play um, Cave Story and the other would play Advance Wars. Yeah. Uh, that level, the final cave, changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's easier. It, I know, thought it was 100% easier than the final cave otherwise. Because you and I played through it, and we got th- we we finally got through it once. We kept getting our teeth knocked in. Yeah, it took us a long time. I was able to, like on my fourth try, get through it without getting hit. And there's even a mini-boss halfway through it. Maybe it's muscle memory or something? Maybe. Because I feel like it It seems like it should be harder. There were far less... So in the in the the good ending version of the final cave, there are far less enemies and far less drips of like stuff going yeah. down. But there's a lot more spots where the floor is lava and traveling with the booster. Right. So maybe it's just... You know, it, the, it it relies more on tricking you with getting cr- proper booster usage than anything yeah. else, which I guess might be easier than me than trudging through thousands of enemies and getting hit with spikes and everything. Right. But um. So, anyways, so the two hundred and ninety counter. Do you remember what it does? If not, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up here and get a. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it just times you in hell. It just opens up the timer and times you for your run through hell for bragging rights, basically. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's so all it says, it Yeah, the time stops completely as soon as the player defeats Battle's final form and is then recorded on the top level of the screen of, in the freeware. If the player has beaten a previous record, if they complete, yeah. So it, it's basically just a way to time yourself. I wonder why it's the 290 counter. Maybe 290 know. is the best record that uh, Pixel got? Maybe. That would be kind of interesting. That would be kind of a, just like a, yeah, this is how I did it. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, wouldn't losers. Be su- wouldn't be surprised, but... Uh, it says if if quote has the two ninety timer and completes the blood sustained sanctuary in less than six minutes, a new theme song and character will be seen and heard on the title screen. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Interesting. Yep. Let's see. Um, anything else on Cave Story? I, I mean, I, I could probably just go through and talk about all the stuff that you can do in this game, but. Yeah, I mean, all the weapons are fun. You you know, a lot of them are hard to find. You know, they 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 hide them in tricky places. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's it's a ton of fun and it's a great game just to play around with and explore. Yeah. So even though we talk about how ah, uh, you know, it's real quick. You know, play through it real quick. Blah blah blah. That's what I love about it, though. And and it is a quick <laughs> play, but I feel like for somebody, especially their first time through, it just explore, yeah. have fun. You know, screw around. You know, just go through dungeons that you've already done before. Try to find things you missed. You yeah. know. It's it's a great game to just kind of just play around with, you know. Yeah, and there are three different difficulties, um, and you're 
uh, character quote will be different colors depending on which difficulty you play through. Oh, um, is that because uh, I've only ever done normal mode? Yeah, there's easy mode where he has like a blue hat instead of the red hat, and then oh. the hard mode he's wearing yellow. And on yellow, I don't think I, you're the amount of uh, um, health boosters you get is mm-hmm. like extremely minimal. Oh, so you don't get many health. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Hard re- mode. I don't think you get any. I don't remember. Oh, I, I've not. It's tried been a it. long time since I've tried playing that mode. It really is like take your time, be slow, think about what you're doing. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's there's a ton of replayability in this, especially with the new challenges and everything for plus mode, which I've not even tried yet. Um. But yeah, it's it's a super memorable game. I was so excited when it came out on the Switch, and uh, I mean, if you're in the Discord, you know how much I was pushing that. So it was uh, one of our other other guys, brick and mortar, was really helping push that whole thing and. Honestly, if you like platformers, if you like challenging platformers um, and Metroidvania-style games, granted, this would be like a Metroidvania light. Yeah. Because there isn't so. really a whole lot of... I mean, you can kind of traverse around, but there are definitely some areas you can only get to with the booster and all that other stuff. Um, and you have patience. If you have patience, <laughs> this is the game for you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, fa- a fantastic platformer. Um, again, one of one of our favorites. Yeah, so. it's it's an awesome game. Yep. Uh, and that about does it for Cave Story, unless you have anything else you want to add in. No, I think uh, as far as Cave Story goes, I think that's about it. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, so uh, check out Cave Story. Let us know what you think about it in the Discord or on the Facebook page. Um, and with that, we will jump into our Retro Relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. We played Alleyway. Alleyway for the Game Boy. Yeah, the original Game Boy. It's uh, basically just brick out. Pretty much. But uh, it's it's fun. It's addicting. It's I, I, I definitely give as it addicting a... As addicting as uh, brick out can be. Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty mindless, but, you know, you just sit there and play. I, I think my only beef with it is, you know, I mean, you have cute little sound effects, but you there's no music. Yeah. Uh, so it was released in August of 1989 in America. But yeah, it's a, basically a portable clone of Brickout. Has Mario in it. There are certain uh, bonus levels that you get where you have to like defeat pixel monsters of Mario, so like Goombas, Koopa Troopas, and whatnot. Oh, that's pretty neat. I didn't so, get a chance to see that. I, I did see Mario jumps into the Brickout like capsule. Yep, even the cover has uh, has Mario inside a little glass Brickout capsule. That's pretty great. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a fun breakout game if you if you like that style of bouncing the ball and breaking out the the different tiles. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? Arkanoid was the one for NES, I think. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Arkanoid, I think I liked a little bit better just because you could um, you got power ups, like you could expand the bar, you could you could get something that made it smaller. The ones that like change the bar's uh, abilities, like you can do like a magnet and stuff like that, like. Those I always like those versions better. Yeah, I, I think when you start adding in more stuff, it, it definitely becomes a lot more interesting, of course. But I, I feel like as far as a, a real simple early Game Boy game goes, yeah. I, I think this was solid. You know, yep. for 1989, I think they did pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, the one thing it was definitely missing was music. Mm-hmm. It's very silent. It just it makes beeps and boops. Beeps and boops yeah. as, it, as it bounces <laughs> off, kind of like the, the Safari game we played last time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm loath to admit it, but yeah, yeah, pretty much like that. I remember there was a, my brother got a version of this game for uh, PC a long time ago, mm-hmm. back when I was still living at home and I would play all the time. And I remember listening to um, the PlayStation versions of the Mega Man soundtrack. That's like they great. were, they were like all kind of like jazzy kind of sounding. Some of them like suck, let's be honest, but <laughs> compared to the original 8 bit <laughs> version. But I, there's a lot of times where I'll hear like Stone Man's theme from the PlayStation remake of uh, Mega Man, and they're like, "Oh, Brickout! I need to play some Brickout." <laughs> That's such a weird connection. <laughs> I know, but every time I hear it, I'm like, "Where do I?" Oh yeah, sitting in front of this because I would play that game for hours. I loved that Jazzy Stone Man Brickout. Right? <laughs> I need to play Brickout. Um, but yeah, so there's really not much else on on alleyway <laughs> it's not a, really, a ton to say it's it it's, was just one of the random uh one of the games i had downloaded on my ds from a while ago um and we gave it a shot and that's what uh what it was on the on the 8-bit scale eight being the best one being the worst what would you rate alleyway i'd rate alleyway i uh, i would say middle of the road a four it's for what it is it's good but i mean you know i mean you know, you could be playing other video games. Let's right. face it. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the curse of Brickout, especially this version where you don't really get any of the fun power ups like the magnet bar or anything else right. like that. 
or the little blasters or anything. Multiple balls, even. Like, I think there's a, you get a chance to get multiple balls occasionally, but I don't even remember that. I don't think it does in this. I, I only played the first level. Yeah, I played it a little while ago. I got pretty far. I kept using the save state on the on the uh, DS. <laughs> nice. Uh, just to see how far I could go and if it ever got anything. And I think it eventually just starts repeating itself. Oh, uh, that makes sense for um, that style of game. But yeah, I would I would agree. Limit of the road about a four. It's mm-hmm. it's good, but it could be better. Right. Yeah. And it could be a different game. <laughs> it could like as much be as I a love, different game. As much as I love Brickout, like it's it's a good time killer. Oh yeah, but, that's what it is. It's it's a time killer. And I I guess if you have a 3ds and there are times when you're stuck waiting on food orders, appointments, whatever, give it a try. Download yep, it. Play sure. around with it. All right, so that'll do it for a very short retro relapse this week, um, and then we'll dive right into our RPG protagonist battle. Now, being the dummy I am, I don't have my uh, laptop here with me, so we're going to have to go off of memory here. Um, Vantage Craig. Vantage Craig, who's stuck with Chops List. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Chops and I have got this, maybe, perhaps. Sure you do. Um, so I'll just go off of memory and say the character I'm going to go with. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, following the theme of last time is from the summer of Square back in 2000. A great summer. Uh, from Chrono Cross. I might not win. You might. <laughs> because unlike Chops, who picks like main characters of everything, I go with the oddball, goofy characters that I loved. Uh-huh. And What'd I'm going to choose Turnip. You would choose Turnip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as you said oddball character, I was like, he's not going to pick Turnip, is he? He's, he's going to pick Turnip, isn't he? So the thing that everybody loved about Frog from Chrono Trigger got reincarnated into Turnip. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he spoke with the old English thee, thou, just like Frog did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought with a little sword. He was the cute little character. Yeah, he was, he I was like a little onion a dude. Yeah. Well, uh, turnip, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't uh, have. I'm going to see if I can pull up some other information while you pull up uh, oh, what I, character I've, you're going with. I've got my list here, and I need a victory. And I think that Sofa from Kingdom Hearts is going to do it. Who? I have it written down as Sofa. Sora? I'm pretty sure it's Sofa. Okay, Sofa. <laughs> I think he's an anthropomorphic couch. I think it might be Square Side. I don't remember. No, Sora. I wrote his name wrong in my phone <laughs> but yeah sora uh i'm gonna choose sora from kingdom hearts uh i think uh sora is a, a pretty interesting character he's uh i actually know him a lot more from the kingdom hearts manga you would yeah sorry <laughs> then the the game i only played the first kingdom hearts for a little bit and it's a fun game and, it, and i can definitely see the the broad appeal but sora's character is kind of interesting because he's he's just kind of the the everybody's best friend character you know, he he wants to be friends with everyone. He wants his friends back. That's what he's his whole quest is about, uh, at least at the start. Mm-hmm. It's presumably maybe a little bit more complex at this point, but maybe not even. You know, he's he's just everybody's best friend. And Sora's the main character, right? Yeah, Sora's the main character. He's the... I, I really, like we said in the uh, RPG, uh, Top 100 RPGs episodes... I only played the very first little bit of yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so you're pretty much in the same boat as I am. Yep. But uh, the the one big advantage that Sora has over everybody is his best friend is Donald Duck. I wonder what that would sound like. Hi, I'm Sora, and this is my best friend Donald Duck. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Donald, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Donald Duck is the greatest Disney character ever. Objectively. Uh, I mean, if you're you're going classic (laughs) Disney character, I guess. (laughs) Donald Duck is so great. He's an angry guy in the Navy who goes on adventures. And doesn't wear pants. That's everybody's dream. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any other information on Turnip other than I just loved him. He's the great little sword-wheeling old English Turnip character. (laughs) This is just a Turnip. And I'm going with Chops's choice of Sora. Yep. So uh, I lose cuz Kingdom Hearts. I can only hope so. That's just how it goes. I want to win. Yeah. I want Chops to win and by extension me to win. <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Uh so yeah, that's going to do that for uh this episode of The Legend of Retro. Uh we want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective for sponsoring uh Motor City Gaming as a whole. Um, if you go to DetroitBeardCollective.com, you can get 25, uh, no, sorry, 20, 20% off 20%. all your orders, $25 or more. I always get those numbers mixed up. <laughs> uh, you get money off if you spend more money. There you go. Just use the code MCGAMING at checkout. 
uh, lets them know that you uh, heard about them through us, gets us all sorts of fun bonuses, and by fun bonuses, I mean money so we can do things. Speaking of money for doing things, Patreon. Go do it. Yeah, you should. Uh, that helps us out. It gets us the motor, uh, the Gamezilla Alpha episodes every week. That is completely funded by our Patreon supporters, so we thank you all for that. Helps us get new equipment in here to make us sound better. Um, God, I need that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you you already sound much better than you did last episode. This 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 these new mics are much better than that old one you were using. Yeah, yeah. So. It really. I'm 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 definitely glad that I don't have to. I I feel like I owe it to everybody to sound as best as possible as good as you are yes can be, do very yes much yes mm-hmm. did it uh check out the gamezilla podcast that drops every single tuesday with grim jazzy and deadite night and cable 2kx doing the video side catch it streaming on monday nights or just listen to it on itunes stitcher tune in radio all that fun stuff on tuesday where that's the same place where you find us every single thursday um and that's uh that's all i'm done talking to you yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh. So yeah. we will see you all next time when the legend continues.